one week they give you a Ferrari. The next week they give you the gas to get out of town. This has been a profound coaching moment by the four Diegos. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. Coming up is a wrap of all things happening in the English Premier League, in the um, UEFA Champions League, of course. But uh, a few of our listeners would know the Diego's love it when a young star of the future emerges in Australian football. In fact, you'll all know that. And our guest tonight is certainly that. Please, a big four Diego's World Football Weekly welcome to Central Coast Mariners young gun, Thomas Rogic. Thomas, welcome to the show. Thank you. How are you going? Very well, thank you. It's Rodrigo Rodriguez. With me is Warren Diego and Carlos Alberto Diego. Now, mate, congratulations on your performance on the weekend against Melbourne Victory. The Mariners lost the game, but uh, you scored a sublime goal and very nearly got a second. The experience must have been a little bit uh, bittersweet for you, though. Yeah, well, obviously, like you said, it wasn't the result we wanted. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's a great experience, and I, I won't forget that night uh anytime soon um, playing against some of the players I did and you know um, being able to score was, was a great feeling and um, yeah like I said again it wasn't the result but um, yeah uh, like I said bittersweet. <laughs> now Thomas you scored a cracking goal you must have been looking from a forward position up the other end as uh, you saw two cracking goals go through yourself unfortunately um, Harry Kuehl and, and Carlos. Carlos, hey. uh, Carlos yes I'm just wondering were you a bit surprised with the defenders from the Melbourne Victory pretty much escorting you to the 18-yard <laughs> box to allow you to shoot? They were reasonably nice to you with the way they gave you the, gave you the opportunity to have a go. <laughs> yeah, well, um, when I picked up the ball, I obviously wasn't thinking, oh, I'm going to shoot straight away. Um, so as I was carrying it, the, the space just sort of opened up for me. And, um, yeah, when I got near enough uh, for sort of shooting range, I, I had a go. And, yeah, luck, luckily enough, I went in. Thomas, it's Carlos. So tell us about the pressure that's on you at the moment. You're only a young guy. You haven't had much senior football until um, you know the Nike Academy appearance. Apparently, you're you know one of the eight top young footballers in the world to get selected for that. You've come back to Australia, obviously, to get some uh, you know senior experience with Graham Arnold there at Central Coast Mariners. From the moment you got on the pitch a couple of weeks ago, everyone sort of talked about this is the kid that uh, was one of the you know eight best young players in the world that was identified for this academy. How much pressure is on you at the moment? Um, yeah, there's always going to be pressure um, being a professional sportsman, but um, I'm not feeling it at the moment. I mean, the Mariners and especially Arnie have been doing a great job at sort of keeping me grounded. And I mean, it's only early days. This is, that was my third game in the A-League, so... Uh, still got a long way to go and a lot of things to work on um, to improve and get better. But, um, yeah, I think the players around me and, like I said, the coach are doing a good job in um, sort of keeping me level-headed and um, concentrated on just training and playing. Well, one of the players that was around you on the pitch but for the opposition was Harry Kuehl. Now, I mean, I don't know uh, if he was one of your heroes growing up and he, I'm certainly I'm certain that you're the right age for him to be one of your heroes. What was it like, um, you know, playing against a guy that, you know, may have been a hero and, and what was it like outshining him um, on a few occasions on the night? <laughs> well, I don't know about outshining, but, um, yeah, it was definitely one of the people I looked up to um, in the Australian side growing up. Um, I mean, also being left-footed and, I don't know, I just sort of looked up to him and, you know, when you're growing up, you aspire to be... Um, like these players, like Harry and um, players that have done, sort of been there, done that, and um, reached reached the highest level of the sport. So uh, yeah, it was great, obviously playing against someone like him. So um, yeah, I won't be forgetting that, that match anytime soon. And uh, you know, he 
he scored a great goal as well, which um, yeah, which is our downfall in the end. <laughs> now, Thomas, Central Coast seems like a bit of a, um, a youth academy. It's just churning out young player after young player. I'm just asking you what's going on there, and I'm also thinking Mustafa Romini and Bernie Abini and yourself, have you ever played in the same team? And I'm wondering <laughs> what the score was when you actually did play all together. Um, no, uh, we haven't played uh, all together. Um, I mean, up here at the Mariners, uh, there are there are a lot of young players, but uh, I think there's a there's a good mix with the with the older boys in the squad that um, help sort of do that coaching role and uh, bring the bring the players up and give them confidence. And I mean, when I'm at training, I've got a number of older people in the in my ear, you know, uh, on the pitch giving me advice and coaching me. Uh, besides the coaching staff, so. Um, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of young players popping up uh, almost every game, it seems. But, um, yeah, I think the, the mix is right and hopefully keep producing more more youth players. Here on uh, World Football Weekly, we're speaking with Central Coast Mariners' young gun, Thomas Rogic. Yeah, Thomas, uh, one of our all-time favourite uh, Australian players, actually one of our all-time favourite players, full stop, is Ned Zelich. Of course, uh, we've... Uh, just... fan of the Diego's Exactly, too. <laughs> exactly right. He's one of the Diego's. And, uh, and um, he... When you were running around in your first game a few weeks ago, I thought, geez, you know, there's a lot of similarities between uh, our Ned and also uh, young Thomas here. You, you, can't, you both hail from Canberra. You both uh, have this languid style, very skillful, but you float on top of the ground almost. And you both have great hair, and the Diego's really do. Uh, are very envious about that because if you ever see us on the website, we our hair uh, is non-existent these days. But uh, has, has Ned played any part at all in your development, or you know, has he be, at least been a bit of a an icon for you as you were growing up? Um, not so much. I mean, I, I've heard the comparison uh, on more than one occasion, but. Um, I mean, it's obviously a great uh, feeling when someone compares you to someone like Ned Zelic, who, again, has, has played at the highest level and uh, achieved so much in the sport. But, um, you know, there's always going to be people comparing you to other players. So, uh, at the same time, you, it's a great feeling, but you also don't want to take too much um, notice of it because, you know, you try and be your own player. And, um, you know, when someone starts comparing you to players like that, uh, you, you do feel a bit of pressure. But, um, you know, I, I guess that comes with having the similar style and, you know, I do. Um, I guess my style is a bit more casual, and uh, when I move in the ball, um, yeah, it's a bit, it's a bit different. So, yeah, I'm proud to be uh, put in the same uh, sort of comparison as him. Now, Thomas, you represented Australia at futsal, and I'm just wondering. To me, it's a ball, and it's just a, it, the same side of, sort of ball, and just a different size field. Is there anything that you need to adjust? playing and coming from a futsal background to playing outdoor soccer on a full-size pitch? Or is it just a pretty natural sort of transformation? No, I, I think it's a, it's a fairly big transition uh, between the two sports. I mean, uh, generally, a lot of people think, you know, it is very similar, so the transition would be quite simple. But um, uh, I don't believe that's the case. I think there's a lot of factors um, in, in comparisons between the two. Um and yeah, it's not easy. I don't think you see too many people coming across um, from the sports. I mean, for myself, I, I see them as almost two different sports completely. So, um, you know, I, I definitely encourage it. I think futsal has helped me develop um, right through my youth on uh, to do with my skills and technique, and um, I guess uh, comfort with the ball at my feet. So, I, I'd encourage it to to young people out there. Um, and I definitely think it's beneficial. Um, and yeah, I'd like to see more 
more emphasis placed on it in Australia. Now, Thomas, Carlos mentioned earlier the uh, Nike Football Academy situation where they offered non-contractor players a chance to enter the professional game. Tell us what that was like. Uh, what was your experience like, and um, did any big club clubs come at knocking? Yeah, that was another great experience. Um, I mean, I think it's a great setup there that they have at the academy. The facilities are great. Um, and, you know, we just played a range of games week in, week out um, that were almost uh, like trials, I guess. Um, so uh, the clubs who were versing um, could more or less pick and choose from the players they liked in, in each match. So, yeah, it was a great setup. Um, we played a lot of great sides over there. And, um, you know, we, we went into Milan and played there uh, under 20s. And uh, we, we travelled to Celtic and Scotland and uh, a range of places. And, um, yeah, it was great. I mean, for me personally, I, we played Reading uh championship side reading in a in a in a match and I did well and was invited to, to trial there. Um and yeah it was going well and uh in the end I wasn't able to stay uh due to work permit restrictions. But um yeah like I said it's another great experience and um I definitely think I'm better for it. It's just bureaucracy, Thomas. I'm sure the Diego's close their eyes and we can see you. Yeah, uh, actually, Thomas has actually stopped us uh, from getting yeah. contracts overseas <laughs> through right. the work permit problems. Uh, yeah. uh, look, you'll soon get your 75 percent of uh, soccer caps uh, once you if you keep on scoring goals like you did on the weekend, mate. Mm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We we kept suffering from what talent related hamstring injuries. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> well, Thomas, mate, it's been a, it was a pleasure watching you at the weekend, and uh, we look forward to seeing you know as you progress, and uh, mate. You've really well spoken. You were great after the game um, on the television. So uh, keep presenting yourself. And I'm sure, mate, there'll be big things on the horizon for Thomas Rogic. Thanks for joining us on World Football Weekly. Thank you very much. Not at all. That was a special Softs and Railroad moment with uh, Central Coast Mariners young gun. One to watch, Thomas Rogic. Next up, uh, we talk about the UEFA Champions League and much, much more. This is World Football Weekly on ABC Radio Australia. You're probably a coach who turned out to be the wrong man in the wrong job for the wrong team at the wrong time. Other than that, have faith. You're a fine selection. This has been a sad coaching moment. By the 40 goes.